Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your guide for the next couple hours here on the program. It's two. If you gotta, you got to stop watching your time on us, it's two. Before we get started, though, let me, let me introduce my fellow patriots that, uh, that join me here every week. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbin! Approve memos! Lead a workshop! Hey, you got it right. I said Boone. Uh-huh. I said Boone that time. Mm-hmm. I got so, you know, saying Daniel Boom sounded so cool. <laughs> I was saying it without even thinking about it. So I actually just was staring. And I've got a note right here. Say Boone. Say Boone. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, how are you doing this week, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Uh, I understand you, uh, you and I, we were close. We are pretty close in age. Pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty, I pretty think close about, about six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, which is, uh, listen, I don't know about you, but um, listen, I turn, I'm going to turn 49 years ago next week, so, <laughs> so, it's, uh, um, so I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that far, I'm not that bad, but um, I, I got me a little lower back strain going on, and I kind of limped in, and you'd laughed when I came in, because evidently you've got the same thing this week. <laughs> yeah, I was already seated, <laughs> so you couldn't tell. <laughs> so, yeah, all, all I can say is, uh, oh, it. Uh, I don't mind getting older, but my body's not taking it so well. Yeah, I'll just, yeah, I'll, just I'll just say that you know little mm-hmm. little things that we used to do and you try and do now, uh, and uh, it uh, it hurts a little more. Oh yeah. Although I'm finding um, I can get up earlier and go to dinner at four thirty. So, <laughs> so no, no, I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> That's it. Not quite there, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, you, you gotta remember when you used to laugh at people that stretched. Uh-huh. Yeah, now it's. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, now, yeah. I remember as a kid listening to the adults say, "Man, I don't feel good. I must have slept wrong." And I, as a kid, like, "How do you sleep wrong?" <laughs> right, right. I don't know how you do it, but I've done it. Yeah, listen, I've I've fallen asleep. I can go to sleep anywhere, and I think that's a lot of my uh, my military training. I, I'm betting my my our producer Tom is the same way. <laughs> is, um, you yeah. could, you could sleep if, anywhere. If this window wasn't between us, we'd probably hear him snoring every <laughs> yeah, now and then. Yeah. Um, I've fallen asleep. Um, on a ladder before I've, I've done that. I've done that. Um, uh, while, while marching, you know, with a road march with the, the big heavy backpacks and you wake up in the wood line and you, you didn't start there. You were on the road. So you just, you know, everybody else is laughing at him. They're like, wait, wait till he falls. Then we'll wake him up. You know? So, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, this, uh, this getting older bit. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Tell me about it. I got, I got, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's, 
I guess we just everybody's got to live with it if you if you make it that long. So, uh, hey, you know what? Uh, let, let's go on. Let's move on. Uh, Kevin's being rather quiet over here, so let's 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 move over and talk to uh, uh, the the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back to the program, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Okay, folks, uh, the, the gig is up. Kevin is not here today. That's one of the reasons Earl and I were having our extended conversation without uh, <laughs> without bringing Kevin in. Completely forgot to bring him in because he's not in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've told you this before. You hear this from us uh, several times. Kevin, listen, what's, what's this phone number? Hold on. I've, I've got it here, and it's on the it's taped to the back of my cell phone. Um, <laughs> For that point, when, when you're told you get one phone call? Oh, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> listen, it's, it's 407-467-4960. 407-467-4960. When you call that number and you say, lawyer, help, uh, guess what Kevin does? He's, he helps. He's lawyer and he helps and, he, he and helps. he's there. So, you know, we, uh, he, he goes and uh, he got one of them calls today. You know, he's, uh, he's not uh, your typical Monday to Friday lawyer. You know, the, the, the job comes in and yep. uh, call lawyer, will will travel kind of thing you know, within, within reason. I mean, he's a, this one I know, Seattle. Was listening Delaware. Was listening in Wisconsin and everywhere. He's not coming that far. He's, he's <laughs> as, as much as you want. Well, yeah, if you if you're in Florida, Georgia, you know there's there's the chance if you're if you're looking for the right guy, uh, it's either going to be him or someone that he's going to he's going to hook you up with. So uh, he's uh, he's out. You know he's 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 on a, he's on a way mission. He's got a gig, whatever whatever we want to call it. But, uh, so uh, hopefully we'll see him later in the program if he uh, is able to clear it up. But I know he's been out there. He's been out there a bunch of hours already today. So. The best to him and his uh, his clients and everybody involved, whatever, whatever shenanigans is going on there in the world <laughs> of Max Law Orlando. So, uh, we'll hopefully we'll uh, we'll hopefully we'll hear from him soon. Maybe we get a call in. I don't know. Maybe we could maybe we get that. I uh, I saw. Well, we got a couple. How many? We got about three three and a half left. I saw M1 Grand. Now you you, you, we, okay. you, you and I are into the classic military weapons, mm-hmm. and I'd never seen this before. And I had to I had to Google it because I thought, no, that's that's got to be a that's got to be a fake picture. That's got to be a fake picture. M1 Garand, which the originals come chambered in uh, the 30-06 round, and after the war for target shooting after World War II, and then for target shooting, a lot of them and the Navy did as well. Uh, converted a bunch down to 308, 308 Winchester. So for the most part, 30-06. Then you'll see, I don't know, 10, 20 percent of them, something like that. Converted down uh, after the armory refinished to a 308. If those numbers are wrong, folks, it's, I'm, I'm guessing off the top of my head. If you got the right info, reach out to us, uh, radio at armsroom.com, or to hit me on the Twitters. It's um, armsroom Mike, and and you are armsroom Earl, if I'm correct. Yes. Yeah, armsroom Mike or armsroom Earl. We've got the we got the Twitters up and open here. Well, this gentleman, it's two three years ago now, and I'm trying to remember the name of. The, I know you're looking it up. Um, I try to remember the name of the armory that did it. Rechambered them in 458 Magnum. It's uh, M- McCann Industries. Yeah, McCann Industries. Yeah, and you and you look at this picture of it, and you're like, my shoulder flinched as soon as I pulled yeah, the photo up. <laughs> like this guy's putting a cannon round in there. This is does he know that's a mortar round? What is he doing? It's it's okay. I want you to think about a 308 round or think about a 30 out six round because it's the the same size case on the on the back end, but now take it out straight <laughs> so it doesn't narrow down. There's no, there's no, there's no narrowing of the of the brass to the cartridge itself, no. or to the to the to the bullet <laughs> it's itself. A straight wall cartridge. <laughs> it's a straight wall cartridge. Uh, it's a, it's an amazing thing. And and exactly when you said it, my thought was, wow, I, I could, uh, you know, that, 
Not that I'm going to go shoot any elephants. I don't want to annoy anybody. <laughs> but that's an elephant gun. Yeah. You know, that's, uh-huh. that's what you'd commonly call an elephant gun. And, and then my second thought was exactly what you said. Uh, ow. I only have two shoulders, and uh, I don't want to take out one by pulling the trigger on this. That's, a, that's an immense thing. And I guess they did them for a little while. McCann Industries? Yes. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll post a link up on the old uh, Facebook page there, folks. You can, you can find that. Arms Room Radio. Facebook.com slash Arms Room Radio. And it's a, it's a beast. It's a beast. What do, you, what do you see looking at it there? Uh, a lot of shoulder pain. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Uh, I guess you put a, a gas buster on it, you know, trying to, you know, take some of that away. It looks like there's a little bit of muzzle brake to try and take oh, some yeah, of that away. A little bit of padding on the back end to take that away. But other than that, you're looking at, you know, this is not a brand new SOCOM model. With oh, this, no. is, this is a classic Woodstock uh, M1 Grand is what you got. That's been rechambered. So pretty cool stuff. Uh, folks, listen, we got, uh, we got a bunch of stuff to get with you today. We're going to talk about updates out of, out of Delaware, Washington, Oregon. We got some news out of Virginia, Montana. And when we get back, we've got Mr. Eric Friday from Florida Carry. So stick around. News out of Florida. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation, performance, Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA, defining tactical excellence 
for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Kiltech Studios. This is the Next Level Training segment of the show. Hey, be sure to check out our friends at Next Level Training. That's nextleveltraining.com. Get your very own CERT SIRT training pistol. You can choose from the Model 110, which is the one that looks like the Glock, the 107, which is the Smith & Wesson M&P style, the Pocket Pistol, the CERT AR Bolt, and the CERT AR Training Rifle. Hey, you don't have time to get your reps in? This is how you get time to get your reps in. That's nextleveltraining.com, and tell them Arms Room Radio sent you. Earl, we're going to jump right into this next guest, all right? Okay. We're going to do right into this. Uh, That's a good friend of the program here, good, uh, getting to be a better friend of ours all the time. Uh, please welcome to the program Mr. Eric Friday, excuse me, Counselor, Attorney Eric Friday. He is a general counsel for Florida Carry, which is uh, the premier gun rights grassroots organization in the state of Florida. Eric, welcome to the program. Thanks, guys. Appreciate y'all having me on today. Hey, listen, um, you know, we, we want to jump right into this. We, I don't know how much time we got with you. And if we keep you for all two hours or not, I don't know. Hint, hint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got, I know you're a busy man. Get um, I, I want, we want to talk to you about obviously what's in the news. And, and then we want to, we want to go back to, uh, you know, some other stories. Let's, let's talk about Miami beach. Uh, and, and, and you want, you want to, do you want to tell us what happened down there? Or you want me to set it up for you? I'll, I'll, I'll tell it. Okay. We were having okay. one of our regular open carry fishing events that we've had all over the state since 2011. Regular. Regular is important. Regularly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, six of my members were standing out on the pier fishing at South Point Pier in Miami. Uh, they actually had a conversation with a park ranger. They tried to show him the law. Very polite, very respectful. They handed him a sheet that had the law on it that said they could open carry while fishing. His response was, I don't need to see your paper. Right. 
A few minutes later, uh, he based on a call by him, a few minutes later, four Miami Beach police officers showed up, showed up with guns drawn, pointed at Florida Carey's members, and took them at gunpoint, held them for almost two hours, right. most of it in handcuffs, injured some of our members with the handcuffs, and then after determining that no law was broken, nothing had been done illegal, they closed the pier to any further fishing for the day. Well, that sounds reasonable, right? Yeah. I mean... I will tell you, I have I talked to a lot of legislators the last two days at the Republican Party Sunshine Summit. Right. And there are some legislators that don't think this was handled very well. Well, you, you, obviously, you know, we're being facetious. It, it clearly was not. And let me, let me just for the, for the folks that are listening uh, around uh, around the country outside of Florida, Florida, there was, there, there's 45 states that have open carry of some of some uh, level. Florida is, is considered a, a not an open carry state because it's. What is it? You can open carry through exception only, not by general rule. Is that is that the right way to say that, Eric? That would be a correct way. I okay. mean, fishing, hunting, camping, or and range, and going to and from those events is the only time Florida allows you to exercise what every court throughout the history of the United States has said is the right to bear arms, is the right to open carry. The only court to ever say anything differently is the Florida Supreme Court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we've talked about that before, and hopefully we'll be able to talk about that some point in the future when that when that uh, when that goes the other way but the, the and then the general rule behind us the reason behind this is uh, the way the way Florida does it is uh, it's it's going to the range obviously you need a firearm when you're going to the range so why not be able to carry your firearm um, hunting uh, obviously hunting you're going to be carrying a firearm even when you're doing archery hunting's in there because you know you, you might be archer or bow hunting for deer but you still need the gun for the I don't know the rattlesnake at your feet or the, the you know the alligator you know at the edge of the swamp there that's that's the reason for it. Same thing when fishing. Same thing, uh, you know, as as you're as you're camping, because those things you encounter in I don't know a very wooded swampy state. And, and that's the problem, guys. Is you know, this has been the law in Florida. Not this is not some new law. Right. This has been the law in Florida in the current form since 1968, 69. Right. And even before that, it was a different statute. But even so, even before that, that has always been the law in Florida. Even since we first started licensing possession of certain firearms, the law has been you can open carry while hunting, fishing, and camping. And there's absolutely no excuse for officers not to know this law. And I will add to that, the law that allows officers to open carry is 790.25, the same law that gives these exceptions to citizens in the state of Florida. So they could not open carry themselves but for the language of 790.25. Correct. Exactly right. Now, let me go back. We, we, we mentioned up front regular. This is not, mm, what would you call it, the guerrilla marketing or whatever where your guys just show up or our, our guys. I'm a member of Florida Carry as I am of many states, but uh, you don't just show up and, you know, hey, here, you know, we're here. We got our guns. Get used to it. You know, it's nothing like that. This, you put this out ahead of time. And this is done, I know it was done with some agencies so many times where they said, yeah, yeah, we got it. You don't need to send it to us anymore. But that wasn't the case in I, Miami Beach. Absolutely. Miami Beach, we, they, they were sent an email. Now, the members sent them an email and realized that the attachment letter correspondence was corrupted. Right. He then resent the email again, telling them, first one was corrupted, please take a look at this one. Right. Now, they say the second one was corrupted as well, but nobody reached out to this member to say, but your second one was corrupted as well, 
please send us not a corrected version that works, or please send it as a plain text email. And I understand cities and counties get, you know, hundreds, sure. if not tens of hundreds of emails every day. But when right. somebody sends that second one and says, I realize it, I, that's not generally a spam-type email. Right, right. They, they had every opportunity to do something about this. And whether they got notice or not, you know, the fact is, no, we weren't trying to bait police officers, some pe- as some people have claimed. Right. We did try to give them notice. They And they have an obligation to know the law. The police have a duty to have some basic understanding of the law, and they have just ignored the law. This is uh, it also, it didn't just go to the, the chief of police there. You also said it to the, I think it was the city and the city attorney got CC'd on this as well. The city attorney did, as well as FWC. FWC actually was able to open the, here's the thing, okay. FWC was able to open their email and responded to it. Right, okay, so, so somebody was able to get to it. That's the, uh, for those out of state, that's the Florida Freshwater Game Commission. Uh, FWC is uh, the uh, legacy <laughs> initials for it, I guess. But they're, they're yeah. the state environmental police department. Yes, and I will tell you that in addition to all that, um, but the, we'd already had a, members had already had a conversation with the park ranger. Right. When the officers came up and put them in handcuffs, the video clearly shows a member, the organizer of the event, repeatedly telling the officers, if you will look at that piece of paper right there by my bag, there's a piece of paper. It has the law on it. Please take a look at it. Right. At most, at most, within five minutes of the initial interaction, the officers had the environment secure. Right. They had the opportunity to look at the paper, and still nobody did a thing to quit harassing law-abiding citizens. Now, I'm going to take this a step further. Yeah. After two hours, or after an hour and a half or so, and after knowing what the law was and knowing that no crime had been committed, these officers took these people's guns unloaded every round out of every magazine as far as I know so far right. and required these people to open their trunk of their vehicles for what amounts to a free view by the police officers <laughs> as a condition of getting their firearms back, at which point the firearms officers put the guns in the car and told the people that they could not reload and reholster their firearms until after the police were done dealing with them. I... I... I've shaken my head. You know, that's I, I've seen the news reports. You and I talked for a little bit. Didn't didn't know that fact. That's I mean, that's uh, you know uh, uh, supposed to be able to be secure in your home and property. You know, that's an illegal search and seizure as a condition to get that back. I, absolutely, and that and I mean, we, we even I was on the phone for part of the part of the time with members, coach, basically coaching them, right. to, you know, questions to ask the officers, and they would ask the officer, okay. Can I, you know, will you please give it back to me like you received it? Will you hand me my gun so that I can reload it and put it in my holster where it belongs and where it's safe? No, 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 no. Yeah, that, that's then important. The, Let me say that. These are holstered sidearms. These are holstered pistols. This was, this wasn't, these aren't these jack wagons with AK-47s uh, and, and their SKSs going to the Starbucks and, and trying to get people uncomfortable. This, this, this event's about education and it's a, it's a pistol. It's a, it's a. It's a revolver. It's a it's a semi-automatic in secured in a holster at the waist. Absolutely, but I will tell you now, from 2011 until this year, Florida Carry has taken the position that at our events we have prohibited the carry of long guns and have only allowed if you're going to participate with us only the whole carry of holstered handguns. Well, sure, and I, you know, and I get that because listen, we're trying to educate and introduce. 
And the easy way to do that is with the something that is secured in the holster. Having that the rifle, the long gun flapping around on your back, you know, that might people might see that from a distance and not understand what we're doing. Eric, we're coming up on the break. You hang out another another segment? Absolutely. Would love to, guys. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Tech Studios. Stick around, we'll be right back. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our everyday. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. Want to reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke? Simple. Eat right. This is registered dietitian nutritionist Melissa Dobbins. A healthy diet can mean a healthier you. So eat a variety of proteins each week. Seafood, lean meat, poultry, beans, and nuts. 
Fill half your plate with fruits and vegetables at every meal. Choose foods that are lower in calories, fat, and sodium. Limit your alcohol and maintain a healthy weight. Let a registered dietitian nutritionist help you achieve your goals. Find one near you at eatright.org. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G U N T E C USA. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Uh, we want to jump right back into, uh, into what we were talking about prior to going on a break. Earl and I are joined on the phone by uh, Mr. Eric, excuse me, I keep saying Mr., giving you a demotion like that. Attorney <laughs> Eric Friday, he's general counsel for Florida Carry. Uh, Eric, thanks for hanging in there with us. Thanks, guys. Um, what I was saying at the end of the, end of the last segment, though, is Florida Carry has tried to be nice about these events. We've tried to do it as an educational opportunity, but we're done. Right. And at future events, we are encouraging people to openly carry long guns because of conduct like what we dealt with in Miami, because of conduct like what the legislature did to gun owners this year with the passage of a gun control bill in Florida for the first time in decades. So. I will tell you, in this instance, though, none of our members were carrying long guns in this case. Right. But Florida Carry has changed that rule from, what, from its earlier, uh, earlier rules because we just can't put up with these public officials acting like they continue to act and violating Florida law. Right. And I bring up that they were carrying sidearms trying to set the stage for everybody. What, what, what was going on down there, those that, that weren't there? Uh, the, you, you've... Uh, now, now you're gonna, we're going to open this to, to long guns for participants that do long guns. And this is not just go hang out on the pier with the gun. There's, there's certain things that have to be done before you can just show up. You have, to, you have to make sure you abide by a couple of different laws before you do this. Is that correct? It is. And you, you, have to have a, you have to have a valid fishing license or be fishing at a pier that has a pier license. Uh, you do have to, you know, we do still require that if you're going to carry a long gun, we would prefer that it be slung across your back, not in, in a low ready position. We, we're trying to baby step this. Right. We don't want to have to go in your face over these issues. But if we continue to get this pushback from local officials who refuse to follow Florida law, we will become more and more um, aggressive about how we handle these situations. I will tell you right now, we will be suing the city of, of uh, Miami Beach. There is no excuse for what they did. Florida law is very clear that law enforcement officers have no more right or privilege to point loaded handguns at people than any citizen did. What those officers did on that pier last Sunday was a crime. 
They committed the crimes of aggravated assault with a firearm. They committed the crime of false imprisonment of of our members. And we will be asking that they be prosecuted for these crimes. Now, I'm sorry that cost them a job. I'm sorry that cost somebody a career. And it turned out eventually there were almost at least about 15 officers on that pier to deal with six men who were not breaking any law. And this isn't the first time. Three of the officers definitely committed a crime. The fourth officer, uh, we need, I need more detail on, but three of those officers committed a crime. And if they can't do their job without committing criminal offenses, they have no business carrying a gun on behalf of the people of the state of Florida. And Eric, this isn't the first time a situation like this has happened with an open carry event. Didn't, didn't something like this already happen in Tampa? So it, all it, law it enforcement should have been made aware of something uh, like this going on? Well, you know, and that's the thing. I'll give Tampa credit. Their officer didn't draw a gun. They had three officers involved for one citizen. Their officers didn't draw their guns. Their officers did not handcuff our member in Tampa. They detained him for about 70 minutes, and we have the video, and they at least immediately started researching. The member quoted the law to them. They started researching it. They, their big screw-up was in trespassing him from city parks after knowing that he had broken no law, and they engaged in the same kind of conduct and how they returned the firearm and that type of thing. But there was no, there was no crime committed in Tampa. What we had in Miami was a crime. These yeah. officers committed a, a criminal act against citizens of the state of Florida, and they should be punished for doing so. Yeah, I heard now, something. I'm not going to ask for a three-year minimum mandatory for it, but they should not be officers anymore. Yeah, wasn't one of, one of the uh, participants in the event thrown to the ground while being, I guess, taken into custody? Uh, in this case, I don't know that any of them were thrown to the ground, but they were definitely handcuffed in a very rough manner and, and did res- one of them resulted in, a, in aggravation of an injury he already had. One of them has what appears to be new injuries. And we're talking about guys having to go get MRIs at this point, y'all. Right, mm, right. Yeah, this is, um, you know, n- not the norm, not what you expect from a professional agency, an accredited agency, professional police department. I'll, I'll give you the, the, the law enforcement view on this, and this is what you, you see in Florida. Uh, again, we talked about this up front. 45 states that have open carry, uh, by general rule, Florida has it, is not one of the, considered one of those 45 because they have it by exception only. But from day one, and, and Eric, you and I both know people in this, in this field trying to correct this. From day one, when you're becoming a Florida law enforcement officer, they're taught all guns are bad. There's no such yes, thing are. as a good gun out there. Now that's that's I'm sorry, but I believe that's akin to not being an open carry state. That you know that's that's one of those because you don't have to see it every day. You can make that the general uh, statement that all guns are bad. If I see it, it's a bad gun, and and that's where these officers get this. That's a bad gun. That's a gun, and it's not mine, so it's a bad gun. Yep. And I will tell you, I was having a conversation with a sheriff uh, yesterday or Thursday evening. I was talking to one of our local. One of our Florida sheriffs, right. whose son happens to be an FHP officer. Okay, <clears throat> and that sheriff has actually told his son that FHP's policy is wrong. That when somebody tells him at a traffic stop, "Hey, I've got a concealed carry license and a handgun in the car," FHP policy is taken away from him. The sheriff says, "Why would you do that? Why would you take a holstered firearm that is?" Very difficult to have anything bad go with happen with it because it's holstered, 
Correct. Why would you pull it out and put it in somebody's hand? Why would you manipulate it in the middle of a traffic stop? That's asking for a danger. I mean, that's asking for an accidental discharge. You know, the general rule of so, thumb always used, and I know we talk about it and other, other people out there, Major Bill talks about it when, when, you know, when we have him, is when, when somebody, you have a, you know, an encounter with somebody, whether it be during an investigation or whether it be you know, a non-firearm-related investigation, let's call it that, or during a traffic stop, and they say, hey, just want to let you know, carrying concealed, or just want to let you know there's a firearm over here, it's legal, I'm legal. The general rule is, okay, I tell you what, you don't touch your gun, I don't touch my gun. Because that's just it. You don't want people pulling guns out. There's no easy way to pull a gun out of a holster and hand it to somebody to say, here, go ahead. You, you know, Got it, it. it doesn't work that way. <laughs> that's exactly right. And only when we start having law enforcement officers be better trained Correct. in how to, act, how to interact with the law-abiding public will we have a, a, a better, uh, have better outcomes in Florida. But I have no problem when a person is agitated or being difficult with a police officer saying, you know what, this is not a good situation. I, I have a real safety concern or a identifiable safety concern. I want to take this gun away from even somebody that might be a law-abiding citizen because of the circumstances of the interaction. Absolutely. But Absolutely. when a department or an officer has a standard policy of, I will not interact with any armed individual without taking their gun away, that is tyranny, gentlemen. That is not a freedom-loving country that is not a country founded on liberty. That is a country that is based on tyranny. No, that's exactly right. This yeah. is the government control. Yeah, I've, I've even seen a video of a FHP officer had pulled someone over on the side of the road, and uh, I, don't, I'm, I don't remember if the if the person in the car said they were carrying or just had a firearm in the in the car, but he did have a concealed permit, and the officer is on video saying. Yeah, but that doesn't allow you to have a gun in the car. <laughs> Guys, can I take huh? yours for one minute before we end this segment? Go ahead. Go ahead. we got about a minute and a half. You take it. It's yours. Okay. Florida Kerry was invited to participate and be present at the Republican Party Sunshine Summit in Orlando the past two days. Right. Myself and two of our board members were there. We were working our butts off to try and contact some legislators, contact some candidates, for elect for uh, that are up in August on the primary ballot. Right. I need to let everybody know we have made multiple attempts to get in touch with Commissioner Putnam, who's a candidate for governor. Yes. And his people, while they've responded, they have been unwilling to set a meeting with us, with Commissioner or any of his staff. Wow. Congressman DeSantis gave us 15 minutes of his time one morning, which was all we were asking for from him or his staff. He gave us 15 minutes of his time. Florida Kerry is not endorsing anybody in this race or announcing grades in this race at this time, but I do want people to know who made time for your, to talk about your gun rights and who didn't. I also want people to know that we got a lot of negative feedback that Republican leadership this year may not let us do anything for gun rights, even after yeah. what they did last year. It's a tough one. Eric, Eric how, do people, how do people find you guys? FloridaCarry.org. Uh, Facebook group, Florida Carry, asked to be invited. It is a private group because we had to shut it down from the harassment from the, the anti-gunners. Eric, thank you for a free... FloridaCarry.org is the main site. Excellent. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. The Keltec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. 
So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself. So why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to the program. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, I want to thank our, our last guest there, uh, Mr. Eric Friday. Mr. I keep calling him Mr. Attorney Eric Friday from uh, Florida Carry. Uh, we'll get you uh, his info there, but it's floridacarry.org. Just go to floridacarry.org. If you're a member of floridacarry.org, thank you for being one. If you're not and you're in Florida, become one. If you, uh, if you want to keep your Second Amendment rights or want somebody standing up for you. If you're in uh, Iowa or in Montana and you want to keep be kept of updates, Go there. Go to the Florida Carry website and uh, and register there. As well as listen, you don't 
I'm a member of several states. I know Earl is. I know Kevin is. Because, you know, if you're able to make the contribution to somebody in a state organization that needs that help, you know, New Jersey Second Amendment Society, like we all are, do it. Do it. You don't have to be a member of, excuse me, you don't have to be a resident of Florida to belong to Florida Carry. You just have to want to help gun rights throughout the country. Um, hey, this is the uh, the Hometown Heroes Alliance, Alliance segment of the program, which is dedicated to helping injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved. Make a donation today at hometownheroesalliance.org. That's hometownheroesalliance.org. Oral, did you see the story out of Virginia this week? Yes, I did. Okay. Let me set this stage for you, folks. This story involves a man from New Zealand. Okay. You know how far away New Zealand is? A long way. It's, it's, and I know this is impossible, but it's more than halfway around the earth. Yeah. Because if it's more than half, it's actually less than half if you go the <laughs> other way. But it's more than halfway around the earth. Depends on which way you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, uh, th- this guy. Uh, um, did, did they not have women in New Zealand? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they do. I've, I've, I've seen the yeah, news. I've yeah. seen uh, some footage there. Mm-hmm. And then they have they have some, they have women there. And and even if they didn't, they got uh, what's that? Oh, there's a whole other continent right there. What is it? Australia. Yeah. You know, right down the street, or, or you know, you, you can get there. Uh, or, or there's all of uh, all of Asia, or the west coast of the United States, or South America. There's a lot of there's a lot of you know land between yeah. New Zealand and Virginia. Yeah, he definitely didn't need to make the trip all the way to Virginia. Right. right. Well, maybe it was maybe it was the one. Maybe she was the one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> New Zealand citizen attempted to break into the home of a and this is in Virginia. I'm not making this county up. If you've never been there before, Goochland. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, that, that's the way it's spelled, folks. He's not making it up. Uh, he, he had been communicating with her online. Aha. Uh-huh. So yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, on this back, uh, this past week, June 22nd, mother was at home with her two teenage daughters. When this 25 year old man, uh, the New Zealand, New Zealand citizen identified as Troy George Skinner, he attempted to break in. Do, do you think when she saw him, she went, Skinner. <laughs> the Simpsons reference there, folks. So. Uh, Skinner flew from uh, New Zealand to Los Angeles, arriving June 20th before traveling to Goochland County. He decided to make the journey after having online communication through some, some app. Some, yeah, some gaming, uh, some app, and where they were discussing gaming. This girl's 14. Mm-hmm. 14. Okay. Now, I, I, you know, we're going to continue through the story. We're going to give you the details as, as we have them. But this wasn't a, uh, uh, I'm, I'm 20, uh, or I'm 14, and pretend to be 20, 20, pretend to be 14. This wasn't anything like that. Evidently, this was, she's 14. This oh. guy knew she was 14. I was wondering if he was portraying to be 14 as well, or oh, oh, gotcha, was, was gotcha. he on there as, you know, he's a 25-year-old guy gotcha. talking you know? to a 14-year-old girl. Didn't I? Wouldn't you know? I, you know what? I didn't. I didn't even think about it that way. I just you know assumed because sometimes you'll get the uh, people playing the age game, but I, mm-hmm. you usually don't hear it go backwards like that. It's usually the olders or they're looking for the youngers. That's a really good point. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, Skinner was shot by the girl's mother after being repeatedly told that she had a gun and to leave the property. Okay. Yeah. Just, just you know, she, he just shows up. Good on mom. Yeah. He was shot in the neck after declining to leave and breaking a window with a landscape stone. You know, is this is this uh, you know a Romeo and Juliet? Is he you know throwing the rocks and uh, mm, Juliet, Juliet, wherefore yeah, thou? You know, just trying no? to <laughs> trying to wake her up and <laughs> throw it too hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Uh-uh. Uh, in the press co- in the press conference, the Goochland County Sheriff 
uh, James Agnew described Skinner's arrival as not welcomed. Yeah. <laughs> you think, this sheriff, Clearly. he got away with words. <laughs> uh, he was not invited here. He was not expected here. He had been told in the past that this daughter no longer wished to communicate with him. Oh, okay. So his arrival here and his actions were totally unexpected by anyone. So this wasn't even a, a uh, why don't you come on over? My mom's going to be out of town kind yeah. of thing. Uh-huh. Just top a flight from, you know, more than halfway around the world <laughs> and meet me outside with a rock, you know, or whatever, whatever it was. This was, uh, this is a guy that, uh, he a little infatuated is what you've got going on there. Sounds that way. The FBI will assist with the Goochland County investigators in this case. Skinner, Skinner, who used a stone to break a window, also had a knife and duct tape in his possession. Hmm. Clearly, he was there to fix some yard tools. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a he had they had a hanging planter, and uh, that's what the stone was for. You know, it fell out <laughs> of the planter, broke the window. The duct tape was to fix all this, and the knife was to well, you you got yeah, you got to trim the duct got, tape after you. Yeah, exactly. Used it. Yeah, exactly right. So. Uh, family's very, very shaken, the sheriff said. They had a violent man try and break into a home. You, you know what the gun laws are in, uh, in, in New Zealand? Yeah, not, no. Yeah, yeah not, so that, I, not so I much. Not so much. they had any. <laughs> yeah, not, not so much. Family involved that asked to remain anonymous as the news continues to stun those in the neighborhood. Uh, I yeah. like what the sheriff has said here. The sheriff has said, this guy Skinner, he is not the victim. Yeah, exactly. He is not the victim. Every time, every time we have this conversation, uh, when they ask, well, what's, what's the victim look like? You describe yourself mm-hmm. you know, if you've been the victim of gun violence or you've had to defend yourself. And the sheriff says he is not the victim. That lady and her family members are the victims. He proceeded to pound on their door and say he needed help and then he had just hitchhiked 30 miles to get there. Can, can you believe that? He's, he's eh, 14,000 miles away and he comes up 30 miles short. <laughs> just... <laughs> I just, Come I on, just, I just hitchhiked 30 miles. <laughs> yeah, how'd you fly the 14,000? Yeah, yeah he, he was the Auckland, New Zealand to Sydney, Australia, Sydney, Australia to Los Angeles, and then uh, from California, flight to DC, then took a Greyhound bus to Richmond, and reportedly stayed at a hostel in town before purchasing the knife and duct tape, duct tape at a local Walmart. Well, he, wow. Walmart does have everything. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, the, unless you're, you had to be 21 or over, and you, because you can't have a firearm anymore. <laughs> you know, and, um, I don't think they check ID on duct tape. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, you know, funny thing, I, I was up in New York uh, last summer uh, in uh, Long Island. Wasn't even in the city. Okay. Um, went to buy a razor knife. We were doing a project. You know, a, a tool. You like for cutting carpet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, all of the knives, everything like that behind the counter. You can't have them. You can't have This hmm. was at a big lots also. I remember it. They, they had it like in a cage. Uh, behind the counter, you can't can't buy a knife without an ID check because of their their crazy knife laws. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, well, uh, it is New York. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, it's a component of you that knows it could happen, but it's different when it actually does happen. Said the neighbors. This is closer to home. This guy comes from around the world. It doesn't get scarier than that. Uh, he, he and his wife said they were home with their babysitter when this happened. My wife got a text from a friend and said, "There's a response going on in your neighborhood." It turned a night, a peaceful date night, into something that was heart stopping. They told, the, they told the news that it was hard to believe at first that it was just rumors of the incident that started getting around. And, and it turns out to be true. This guy, investigators say, they took Skinner. Well, first off, they took him to the local jail there in uh, Goochland County. Goochland County. And he, that he's going to be charged with felony breaking and entering uh, with intent to commit a robbery. Now, listen, obviously looking at this, there's going to be more out of that. You don't... Oh, yeah. 
you don't you don't have duct tape and the knife if you intend to uh, commit a robbery. You have mm-hmm. you know especially if it's a fourteen year old girl that you've been communicating with for who knows how long, and them and the family. And you, you, you listen, you can see the story working out. This guy, they get together online. The family finds out. Uh, hey, what are you doing with this guy? He's you know she's fourteen. Yeah, blah blah. I love her. Love her. All you know. This, this guy's a, this guy's a whack. This oh, guy's yeah. a New Zealand whack job. And he's, uh, you know what it is? He's been out in the sun too long and it's dried up his brain juices. So he's a, he's, he's, he's a, it's yeah. good. It's good. And mom there with the firearm defends herself. The only thing I could think is um, mom needs a little stress fire training. You know, yeah, you know yeah, we got a good a, shot in the neck, uh-huh. but if you know, a couple inches left or right, there's no, there's no trip to the jail. You got, uh, you got a happy ending for everybody involved, except for, uh, you know, Skinner. Well, one, one, one less bad guy in the world. Exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, hey, folks, that's the, uh, that's the first hour of the program here. Again, uh, thanking uh, Mr. Eric Friday joining us the first hour. FloridaCarry.org. FloridaCarry.org. Uh, we get back. We got, uh, well, we got a bunch more show to do. Let's, let's see. We're, we got some updates. I think we give you a little California when we get back. We can talk to you a little bit about some, some, some California. But listen, until we see you next hour, which is six minutes from now, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. And we promised to continue to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'm your host, lead guitarist, driver of the Winnebago. Let me go around the room real quick. If you've listened last hour, you know it's a shorter journey today. But we're going to take you there anyway. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Thank you, sir. Thank you again for joining us this wonderful week and 
and everybody else does. Everybody, everybody, everybody out there in listener land, everybody here in the studio audience, always love to see you. Always love to hear you. <laughs> uh, normally on my left would be the illegal ninja, the courtroom assassin, and I know you can't go by without hearing his music. Please kind of welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. You got to have it. Listen, I know you can see Law and Order on TV seven, eight hundred times a day on, uh, on what is it, the, you know, the USA Network and yeah, whatever else. Like and all, you got this, you got the Law and Order, the Law and Order Criminal Intent, the Law and Order Special Victims Unit. There was Law and Order Los Angeles. There was Law and Order uh, Real cr- True Crime, I think there was at one point. Yeah, they spun uh, a bunch of them. Yeah, 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 they did, they did. But they all, none of them, none of them beat Jerry Orbach. Yeah, you got <laughs> Come on, yeah, Jerry Orbach right. is the best. Yeah, nobody puts baby in the corner. You know, <laughs> so. he tried. He, yeah, he, he, he did try. He did try. Uh, listen, folks, if you uh, if you're listening to us, uh, you know, and you're and you're listening to us on the radio, and it's a live, actual terrestrial radio, you know, with the with the wires coming, you know, you know, into your into your radio there, and you hear it on an antenna, and you get a little scratchy if you're on AM and FM. It sounds a little clearer. Wonderful. If not. Go to armsroomradio.com, and from there, you can figure out where to listen to us uh, on other radio stations around the country, as well as uh, on, the, on, the old, uh, on the old internets, which is, uh, we've been doing good. We're getting it up about, about an hour after the program. Within an hour or two after the program goes up, we've been able to get that up for you. So uh, it's, uh, it's there. It's, it's, it's right there for you. And again, you know what? I, I'm a little disappointed. A little disappointed. How so? I, I checked my tweets all week. Nothing from Cambodia. I got nothing from Cambodia, folks. I, I I checked the stats again. We're still getting a you know great response. You're you're, you're downloading. You're listening, and um, I see that uh, you know I think Pom Pompey Pom I forget I'm, I'm probably saying it wrong. This city in Cambodia, uh, it is uh, it's still like the <laughs> fifth most popular city we were downloaded from. And hmm. I, I don't I don't know. Maybe maybe they line bird cages with our show. I don't know. I don't know how it works over there uh, in Cambodia, <laughs> but uh, it's. It's uh, thank you, and if you're in Cambodia, send us send us a tweet at Arms Room Mike or at Arms Room Earl, and uh, we'll 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 talk to you. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll tweet with you. We'll we will have the tweeter. We will we will go back and forth with each other. So on the tweeter, not any other way. <laughs> Don't fly here from New Zealand to stalk <laughs> us and come to my house. You know, with the, with the two. Oh, that's Virginia. I'm sorry, yeah. Goochland County. There. Well, pretty much the same result will happen. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe at least one shot in the neck. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's for, that's for sure. Uh, hey, listen, if you are in California and you're in California today, and what I mean by if you're in California today, you might be listening to us tomorrow, or for you it would be now. But if it happens to be after June 30th. <laughs> which is my which hurt. is Saturday. It's important right now. We are we, as we broadcast live. It's it's Saturday afternoon. Uh, we we just passed the the four o'clock Eastern hour in California at midnight Pacific time. Your deadline is up for registering your assault weapon. So you have let's see in California. Let's see, it'd be one. You got another uh, eleven hours as you hear my voice live. Well, as as I'm live. You hear it. If you're listening to it recorded, <laughs> it's still live to you. If you're, if it's prior to midnight, wherever you happen to stand, if it's prior to midnight on uh, the night of the thirtieth, bef- end of the end of June, before July starts, before midnight, California time, you have until midnight to re- to register your assault weapon. 
Not even a rifle anymore because they have assault pistols there now too, remember? Yeah. They're assault weapons. Department's currently experiencing a high volume of users attempting to hack, I mean, excuse me, attempting to register their assault weapons. We've talked about this with our good friend Craig Deleuze from the Firearms Policy Coalition. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, remember they had to push back the deadline because they didn't, they passed a law that said no, or that assault weapons had to be registered, but nobody bothered to define what an assault weapon was. Right. When you still go to their current, uh, the California Department of Justice website, it says, assault weapons, definition, and then right next to it says, under construction. <laughs> or, or being updated or something like that you know and you open it up said so. right you open it up and it's from 2000 you know yeah. mm -hmm. and so I, I don't know how, how hard that is uh there's a whole bunch of troubleshooting tips on here yeah troubleshooting there's uh. troubleshooting tips on here for if you're having experiencing uh, uh difficulty processing your application i'm going to, you know, there we go i'm going to give you my advice if you're having uh difficulty experiencing Processing your application. Uh, don't do it. Yeah, you pack up and move east. <laughs> get, get out of California. Take your assault yeah. weapons and leave. Uh, or at least go to states where the sheriff has told you, uh, you know, uh, he's giving you the, we ain't doing that. <laughs> that ain't happening here in this county. So just just, just be advised. So that, that's the, one of the first things in California. Let's see what we also, we also have going on in California uh, this week. Serial numbers. Don't forget. Commencing tomorrow, depending on where you stand in California, but it's the same timeline, midnight tonight. If you're going to manufacture a firearm, and you're allowed to manufacture your own firearms. Mm -hmm. uh, if you, if, I believe that's a Form 1, is that correct? ATF Form yes, 1? Yes. Manufacture your own firearm. You're allowed to make your own firearm. Uh, they have made it mandatory now that you must have a California-approved serial number. You have to get a, 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 a distinct, unique serial number from the California Department of Justice. Because if you were to make one, depending on your state regulations, wherever it is, you're making a singular firearm for yourself. There's not a requirement as you as an individual. Now, businesses, firearms, uh, federal firearms license manufacturers, after 1968, they had to start putting serial numbers on there. But if you're making, I don't know, making yourself a little pistol, making yourself a little shotgun, uh, you're making yourself a little, the little is it the, uh, the, the, the Serbu 22 kit, mm -hmm. you have to, now you, if you're in California, you have to, you have to apply for this, so... You don't do that, you start committing felonies, you know, tonight, tomorrow, depending on where you are, when you are. And then, of course, also, uh, by the way, your bullet button is no longer a bullet button in California. Your bullet button in California is now an assault weapon button. It's not, a, uh. it's not a bullet button. So what you used to be able to use with a bullet button to take a firearm apart to get the... You used to have to use a tool mm -hmm. to get change, the magazine. Change the Correct. Yeah. Now it says if you can use it if the mag comes out with a tool, assault weapon. Okay, so they're they're all they what made them happy in the past doesn't make them happy now. Nope, not at all. Not at all. No, no, it's California. Just keep Gotta going. Keep change. going. Yeah. yeah give, give them an inch, they'll take a mile. Exactly right. Exactly. It's a California mile. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from Caltech Studio. Stick around. More when we get back. Caltech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. 
So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, uh, Delaware, I know you're listening, Delaware. Our, our good friends up at uh, Delaware's uh, 105.9 FM, you're listening to us. You, you guys have, uh, and girls, well, you, you guys got handed uh, a rough one this week. Yeah. You, uh, you, you got uh, your, your governor there, Delaware Governor John Carney, signs the firearm confiscation law. Listen, I learned as a young kid, don't trust Carneys. <laughs> just, I mean, listen, if you happen to be a real world carny, you know, obviously I'm talking about the governor there. So uh, don't don't trust this guy. Don't trust this guy. He signed a House Substitute One for House Bill 222 into law, surrounded by members of the General Assembly and both parties, law enforcement and advocates for gun safety. Now, there's a photo out there of him, and and it's the reason I'm giving you this this point here. And uh, folks, I tell you what. Listen, normally when uh, when we sit around and we look at our stories, they're kind of they're kind of snapshots, they're links, they're copy and pastes of uh, of the of the actual the words. But it's it's there's got to be something wrong with a picture for me to put the picture in for everybody here. And we're gonna we'll put the picture also up on uh, up online. This the story will link to it. We'll get it up on the Facebook here for you before the end of the day. It, this reminds me of uh, what what does this remind you of, Earl? When you look at this guy sitting behind his desk, it's for the children. There you go. It's a for the children. It's for the children. How many other uh, how many other you think uh, bills he signed in that day that they brought in uh, puppet children with uh, wearing mom's demand action shirts? Probably none. Yeah, probably none. Probably probably none whatsoever. So this uh, this guy is this guy's pulling the old uh, the old uh, Obama out of his pocket there and doing the look at the children around me as I sign this uh, this lethal violence protection order. It's it's simply a different name for a gun confiscation order. That's what uh, we've had so far. We saw it happen out in California with uh, Governor Brown, and then in uh, in Florida with Re- Republican Governor uh, Backstabber Rhino uh, Rick Scott put into place. These orders allow family members or law enforcement officers to petition for the confiscation of firearms from an individual with or without the gun owner's knowledge. Now, again, folks, I want to tell you the difference between this is somebody being committed for suicide, for mental health. You know those those are covered under other statutes. Provisions already exist for, I believe this person has a mental illness. We're going to have them taken for an involuntary examination. At that point, a medical professional says, I believe this person does or does not want to harm themselves or other. Once that happens, the, the, actually once that, once that is initiated, the law enforcement, uh, the sheriff, the locals, whatever it happens to be, it can temporarily place those firearms, if they own any firearms, into into Safekeeping until they figure out right. if this guy is done. Right. If this guy's gonna, you know, hurt someone. Now, there's due process in those laws, so mm-hmm. they can get their firearms back. Uh, listen, I, uh, I, I was, I was, I was, I was drunk. I was joking. I, I didn't mean it. And uh, you know, my buddy, uh, the guy in the next room, overheard me say, uh, uh, "Oh, you're killing it." You know, when I was talking about the, you know, the basketball game. Yeah. Thought, you know, so they thought uh, thought I was gonna hurt myself. Uh, the cops came and asked me if I wanted to go for an involuntary exam. I went. Uh, they took the guns in. The doctor cleared me. I came back with the doctor's clearance notice. Uh, they either gave me the guns back or they made me go to the court to get the judge to sign it. 
I got my due process. They released the firearms to me. None of that is in these new lethal violence protection orders. And that's the problem. That's what we continue to harp on is due process. All you're doing with these is getting around the due process that already exists in commitment orders, mental health orders, examination orders, whatever your state is, whatever they happen to call them, you know, that previously existed that law enforcement needs. Law enforcement already has these tools. You really think law enforcement is out there right now going, well, the guy said he was going to hurt himself or others. Nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Nothing I can do about it. What this does, it gives the opportunity for them to take your firearms from you with no due process to get them back. Mm. They're gone. They're gone. Here's the language. Law enforcement has the burden of demonstrating by a preponderance of the evidence that a respondent poses an immediate and present danger of causing physical injury to self or others by owning, possessing, controlling, purchasing, having access to, or receiving firearm. Respondent does not have the right to be heard or to notice that the law enforcement officer has sought an order under this section. This is, did you see where it said the due process part in there? Uh, no. No, I missed it. <laughs> you do not have the right to be heard. Or you don't have the right to be heard. It says right there in Delaware's new law, you, sir, do not have the right to be heard or to even be noticed, to be given notice that this, this, uh, this will be going on. Wow. So that's the, the knock on the door and they can come in if they want to. Exactly right. Not, you know, go get a warrant or anything like that. I don't need a warrant. They say, come take your guns. And, if the, and the guns are in your house, so clearly that must give, must give me permission to come in. Mm, okay. This is, what's that word? Uh, Attorney Eric Friday said it earlier. What's that uh, word? Tyrannical? Tyrannical. Yeah, this, is, this is your government. This is tyranny. This is tyrannical behavior. As in California or Florida, Delaware gun owner might only realize his guns are being confiscated, as Earl said, when the police knock on the door. Wow. <laughs> Delaware gov, Delaware.gov reports that gun control proponent Gabby Giffords praised the confis confiscatory law. Okay. Uh, president gets to make up cool names for people, right? I'm going to call her uh, Krabby Gabby. <laughs> when, when Krabby Gabby Giffords praises the law, you know you just got screwed. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. you, you, took it, you took it somehow. In response to demands from Americans to stop gun violence, uh, Arrow, you want to stop gun violence? Yeah, I, I want do. To, I want to stop gun violence, too. How, how do you stop gun violence? Do we, do we, do I, I shoot back. Shoot back. Should we punish the law-abiding citizens? No. Should we take away due process from them? No. But that's what Americans want, according to this report. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can make up uh, numbers and statistics as well. Hey, 60% of the people know that 75% <laughs> of statistics are made up. 60% of the time. It works every time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, lawmakers in uh, states across the, the country are finding the courage to pass bills that can save lives. Let me rephrase that. Lawmakers across the country that fear your firearms are taking advantage of the, of the paranoia that exists because of the media to pass laws that could take your firearms away from your law-abiding citizen self. If you're serious about saving lives, we must continue to be must continue to be serious about giving families and law enforcement tools. But Earl, we don't want we want to actually take your tool. We're going to take the firearm, the tool that you use to defend yourself and your family. Mm -hmm. We're we're going to take those from. We're going to take uh, those from. Yeah, we've talked to you about this before many times. Uh, the, the disgruntled ex or soon to be ex walks in and says, I think he's going to hurt himself. I heard him say this. Mm. Guess what? This could be used against you. Yeah. This is a tool 
in divorce proceedings. This is a tool in child custody proceedings. And you don't get your guns back. You're done. You're done. Uh, I'm not, you know what, I'm not even going to read any of, uh, of Krabby Gabby's, uh, you know, uh, quotes in here. I will say that lethal violence protection orders would not have prevented our nation's most recent shootings, Santa Fe High School or Parkland, Florida. They would not have prevented the attack in Sandy Hook Elementary. Such an order would have not, would, or excuse me, would have been impotent to stop the Santa Fe attack because guess what? That attacker didn't own any guns. Mm-hmm. You know what he did? Stole them. He went and broke the law, yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, we're going to pass a new law that keeps people from breaking the law. Uh, okay. <laughs> it would have been powerless in Parkland because the family with whom the Florida gunman lived defended his emotional state to law enforcement. So this is designed to let the family members have him uh, committed and take firearms taken against their will. But that wouldn't have happened in Parkland because they defended him mm-hmm. every time and said there was nothing wrong. Circumstances surrounding Sandy Hook were very similar because, you know what, it says the attacker stole the guns he used. Guess what else he did? He killed the person he stole the guns from. You know who that yep. was? His mother. His mother. This, I mean, you got yourself a mother killer. There's not much worse crime than mother killer, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's up in the top four or five, mm-hmm. right? You got, the, you got driving slow in the left lane. You got mother killing. <laughs> you got uh, the, the, anything against the child and, uh, and, 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 and putting ketchup on eggs. You know, those, you, that's, you, that's it. You, that's about your top five. So uh, this is, yep. this is uh, Delaware. Uh, you know, continue to fight. Join your organizations. But one more law. That, that'll, oh, that, yeah. That's what we need. Right. Yeah. Right. We're going to make another law to keep you from breaking the law. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Even though you've already broken oh. 15, 20, 30 laws oh. already existing oh. on the books. Yeah, that's 31. One, one more. One more. We'll one more it. will stop it. Mm-hmm. One more law will stop that. That's the part to remember here, folks. None of... None of this would have prevented any of these shootings that you've seen. None of it. None of it. This is more, another way, another method for your government, for your neighbors now, we're using the government as a tool, take your firearms away from you. Hey, listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. Stick around. When we get back, let's see what time it is. Is it that time? Major Bill's up next. Major Bill. Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO. Until everyone comes home. 
first time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's going to happen next and how long am I going to be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your everyday. So protect your everyday. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Specialist Estelle L. Lee Turner died July 2nd, 2008, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Turner, 43, of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 506th Infantry Regiment, 
4th Brigade Combat Team, 101st Airborne Division, Air Assault, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. He died July 2nd at the National Naval Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland, of wounds sustained June 28th in Malakail, Afghanistan, when his vehicle encountered an improvised explosive device. A crew of three was hauling water and fuel to another site, and Turner was the, was the gunner. When the explosion occurred, he was thrown off and suffered severe head injuries. Turner spent six years with the Army after high school and sought to re-enter at age 42 once the age limit was raised. Army Specialist Estelle L. Lee Turner, you are not forgotten. Folks, if you want to get a hold of Kevin Maxwell, he's an attorney extraordinaire from Max Law Orlando. He sponsors this segment for us. Please reach out to him. His cell phone number is 407-467-4960. That's 407-467-4960. If you're in the Florida, central Florida area and anywhere in Florida, he can help you out. If you are looking for a lawyer referral anywhere where you are dealing with firearms, now he, Kevin does everything. We obviously love him for the firearm stuff that he does, but uh, you could reach out to him there or go to MaxLawOrlando.com. It's the easy way, MaxLawOrlando.com. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, we have uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Major Bill, welcome back to the program. Ground control to Major Bill. Hey, Mike, how are you doing today? I am doing well, Major. How are you doing today, sir? Uh, again, you know, it's uh, Florida. We're out there uh, dodging drain, raindrops. Uh, oh, boy. But, uh, it's... It's otherwise it's a pretty good weekend so far. I, I uh, was sitting here talking with uh, with Earl here on the break, and uh, said, you know, listen, last night I, I sat out front. I had to make a phone call. Uh, everybody inside was uh, was already going to bed, so I grabbed the phone, sat outside for a few minutes, and I got some fans on the front porch. Turned them on, full blast, floor fans, the ceiling fans, all of that. If I had been in the pool underwater, I would have been less humid. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I would definitely agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. You know, it, uh, you know I feel sorry for a lot of the you know the folks that wear uh, glasses, like like uh, Earl. You, you you get out of your vehicle. Oh you, yeah. You jump out and boom. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Can't see. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, I've never thought it's about like that. I don't wear I don't wear them. Pool. Yeah. Oh, so so, sir, uh, how are things going with you this week? Everything's going all right. Yeah, everything's going good. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, unfortunately, we, we've had another restaurant law enforcement incident that has occurred. Um, you know, down here, it, it, it seemed to have started here in South Florida. Right. Uh, and then it's, it's kind of spread. I think the last time we talked about was in Georgia. Uh, but this one now comes to us from uh, in uh, Assumption Parish, Louisiana. Uh, and it was, again, you know, two officers or two deputies from the Assumption Parish Sheriff's Office uh, just completed SWAT training. Uh, and they were heading back to, uh, or they stopped at uh, a Burger King in St. Francisville to, uh, you know, grab a bite to eat. Right. You know, as, you know, they're training hard. They're out there working. Okay, you know, you, you want a Whopper? Where do you go? You go to the home of the Whopper. That's right. Uh, so they pulled into the, uh, the drive-thru and they... Sat, sat there and sat there and sat there for, for a couple minutes. Uh, finally, someone came on the old speaker box there, uh, and they ordered uh, a chicken sandwich. And they were told that Burger King was out of chicken. We ain't got none. 
We ain't got mm-hmm. no, ain't no, ain't no chicken left. Uh, then they are okay, well, try to stay healthy, but all right, let's, let's go. It's the home of the Whopper. Hey, how about a couple Whoppers? Uh, yeah, we're out of burgers, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Said, yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, apparently, uh, you know, realizing that something was up, they, uh, asked those at the drive through at the intercom, Hey, uh, you know, is this stuff really out of stock or, uh, you doing this because we're cops? And the response back that they got from the little box there was, was nothing but laughter. Uh, so they drove around to the payment window, uh, you know, where you can give your money, you got a window two, uh, window one and window two, uh, and we're told that uh, they could hear laughing inside, but no one would come to the window. So, you know, the, uh, they left the restaurant empty-handed. They didn't get anything to eat. They went someplace else. But, you know, these are some of the things that, you know, we just can't let stand. They reported it to their supervisors. And right. Uh, right. The, the sheriff's office, you know, contacted the Burger King. Uh, well, they got a hold of the uh, the owners, a, a franchisee. So it was not not a corporate. Not a corporate. Store, nope, nope. Franchise store. Um and the owner basically said, uh, at first he said that, uh, you know, this, this isn't true. Uh, that didn't happen. And so, well, well, what did happen? He said, well, we didn't, and, you know, this is, this is what, I guess, uh, <laughs> if you're an attorney, yeah. say something like this, uh, yeah, we didn't, we did not refuse service to police officers. We refused service to guests who happened to be police office yeah that that makes it all the difference in the yeah. world oh exactly yeah 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 it's 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 all in how you tell the story mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yeah. That's it. it all depends on what the definition of the word is right yeah is. yeah it'd be like if they said listen uh can, can i get a burger it's for someone who happens to be a cop yeah <laughs> what's that can mean I have a, a leader can i have a leader of cola <laughs> yeah, <a>, yep <laughs> dang burger punks <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, so so the owner demanded an apology from the sheriff's office, <laughs> saying that you know this is untrue; it didn't happen. You're hurting my business. Uh-huh. You need to apologize. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, evidently the folks there in uh, St. Francisville and in Assumption Parish don't take kindly to them disrespecting their deputies. Oh, yeah. uh, so you know, he said he tried to reach out to the sheriff, and the uh, the sheriff said, "Well, you know, I I, I check my voicemails." I, uh, I check my emails and, and nothing's there. Uh, and his spokesman, I love this. His spokesman said, "If you're waiting for an apology, don't hold your breath." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah they, they definitely don't like this. There, they, listen. In fact, people drive past it now and they say, "There's that closed Burger King." And they say, "Well, when did it close?" And they say, "Next month." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, eventually, uh, you know it. it was found out sometime later that uh, Joe Clemens, the man who uh, is the franchise owner, uh, posted uh, stating that it wasn't just the police officers who weren't served. There were other guests that weren't served. Yeah. That the employees yeah. involved uh, were terminated. That's uh, so. That's another yeah, lawyer but, thing, right there, right? That's another, another lawyer reason. That's uh, hey, we didn't we didn't just refuse cops; we refused everybody, so we're okay. Yes, what? because what? those people <laughs> yeah. happen to be police, right? Doesn't mean that we specifically yeah. refused police; we refused everybody. This this statement uh, sounds to me like I'm not racist; I hate everyone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, this sounds like a 
uh, a whole lot of damage control. <laughs> yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah. Somebody, uh-huh. somebody got a hold of him and said, uh, you know that income you like? <laughs> um, you're not going to, you know, all those burgers and, and, and chicken patties that yeah. you said you didn't have, well, you may have to eat those because uh, ain't nobody going to buy them. Yep, yep. So uh, then eventually he came out with it, you know, stating that, you know, he loves the Assumption Parish Sheriff's uh, office and the deputies, and they're you know very proud of the law enforcement, the community that they serve. You know, this is what we we always see that that comes out after something like this. You know, unfortunately, uh, with this particular uh, franchise owner, uh, you know, it, it, it's on his shoulders. You know, it's this isn't something that Burger King did. You know, we had you know other other corporate franchises and you know, right. including Dunkin' Donuts that came out immediately. Right. And said that this isn't tolerated and we won't have this. Uh, this is dragged on for, you know, a, a couple weeks now, a couple days, you know, then you finally come out saying, oh, by the way, yeah, we did do it, but it was everybody. Um, so yeah, listen, we're, th- we're, these people, you know, you, you start getting them seven, eight dollar an hour employees, these minimum wage employees that come in there and they start this nonsense, you could ruin your whole business. Instead of coming up with excuses, this guy should just go in and go, I've shut down for today. You're going to find out who it is. They're going to be gone. We'll start serving tomorrow. Because guess what? If you don't, you're going to, you're yeah. going to make, you might be out that one day's worth of funds, but guess what? You're going to be out otherwise. Oh, boy. Uh, Major Bill. Exactly. Thank you for joining us, sir. Please stay safe down there. Absolutely. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sticks, always go home at the end of your shift. Arms and Radio is going to be live from the Caltech Studios. The guys are going to see you right after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. 
Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Here we go. Last segment already. You know, uh, we, we started. Already? Listen, we started this program with uh, doing one hour. It was about uh, four or five years ago. And we're like, what are we going to come up with for an hour? How are we going to fill up an hour? Yeah, yeah. Then we did two hours. And uh, how are we going to fill up two hours? And now we get to the end of two hours and we're still sitting around going. We still got I, more to talk I, about. I got, plenty, I got a bunch of stories left. I got a bunch of stories. <laughs> uh, well, we got two. We got two sitting up here in the hopper, in the old selector, in the old uh, choose your story category. Mike gave me. You know, pick A or B. I said, I'll go with C. We'll do both. <laughs> we are going to do both. Here's the stories we have. We have the Heller. It's the 10-year anniversary of, 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 uh, of Heller, D.C. So we're, we're going we're to try and uh, get to that. As, uh, give, give, give you a good, uh, as Earl said, the, the 3,000 foot. We're going we're gonna, to, you know, you want to wanna be able to recognize it, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to get all down close, close and personal <laughs> with it. Uh, and then the second story, this is, I don't know, this one, uh, this one, this is one I think we should discuss. This is a... <laughs> This story has a lot of meaning. Well, I'll just tell you this. Uh, Montana woman charged. This got crazy written all oh, over Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Montana woman charged for threatening ex-boyfriend with machete, forcing him to have sex. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly right. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to try and talk to you about this one without going to FCC jail. Uh-huh. So we're, we're going to see what we can get. We can get to you here. Uh, Montana woman was charged with assault after she allegedly broke into her ex-boyfriend's house, wielding a machete, and forcing him to have sex time. That's what it says. Ah, sex time. sexy time. <laughs> sexy time. And so it's time to have the sex. Um, you know, I, I looked at this and I thought, oh, you know, this might, maybe this is one of those happy ending stories, no pun intended here, <laughs> um, where you know, somebody defends themselves. But, yeah. but as she comes through the window and says... She's holding a machete and, and, and says, uh, "Listen, uh, uh, we're gonna have we're gonna have sexy time." Do you think he, he says, eh, "Maybe I don't pull the firearm to defend myself at this point"? <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know I don't know I'm asking the question. Yeah, no telling. She has a history of domestic violence against her ex boyfriend, and she was charged Friday after she allegedly armed herself with a machete and forced him to have sex with her. Samantha Ray Mears. 
19 faces six new charges, including aggravated burglary, assault with a weapon, unlawful restraint, partner family member assault, and two counts of criminal mischief. Did you notice something on there or something that's missing from that charge list? Uh, rape? Yeah, rape. <laughs> rape. Rape. What is it? What do you do? I murder, rape, mayhem, rape. We said rape twice. Well, I like rape. Yeah, but evidently, this, this state attorney doesn't like to charge the rape. Or maybe they had some sort of a written agreement. You know, as they, as they came in, why wouldn't there be rape charges on there? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't get that. Um, actually, I was talking to uh, Major Bill about it and, and said, he said, well, why, why don't they have rape charges on there? And I said, well, if they charged her with rape, she probably would stop doing it. <laughs> this, this guy clearly fought her off with, oh, no, uh-huh. don't come uh-huh. rape me, yeah. uh, is, is what this sounds like. Uh, in April, she was charged with felony strangulation for allegedly assaulting the same victim. Uh, the victim in this case told police he had come home Friday night, and Mears, who'd entered the home when no one else was there, appeared from behind his bedroom door wielding a machete. According to the police report, Completed the next day, the man said she held the machete to his neck and ordered him to remove his clothes. After they had sexy time, the man reportedly tried to push her off of him, but she bit him on the arm and continued to try to have more sexy time with him. Hmm. They began to argue, the man said, and she ripped a large piece of trim off the wall and urinated on his bed. Yeah, take that. <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, what was it you yeah. said about her? She was uh, wacko. Be a bat turd crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this is what this is what this woman is. At some point, the the man heard his sister enter the home uh. and texted her to leave the house because, you know, while <laughs> they're having the machete held to his neck, uh-huh. he yeah still had his phone, <laughs> so <laughs> he was able to. Or maybe it was from across the room. You know, uh, and I'm not going to say it. Well, I'm going to say it. So, folks, so if you've got an iPhone, cover the speaker right now. Hey, Siri, text sister to leave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's probably what happened here. The alleged victim uh, said his sister reportedly fled the home just as police arrived. The Great Falls Police Department noted Mears seemed to be suffering from some sort of medical illness. Those guys are the best investigators ever. <laughs> <laughs> She's suffering from some sort of mental illness. She said the man had kidnapped her and gave her a machete to protect herself. Well, that's, that's a reasonable story. Unless you're bat-turd crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. In April, she was charged with that felony strangulation uh, and after another argument escalated at the victim's home. In that case, according to court documents, she grabbed his hair and hit him in the face. The man was able to get her off of him, but was hesitant about physically protecting himself as he thought he'd get in legal trouble if he did. I, I, we have no idea what this guy's size is, you know, what the size right, is between the right. two of them. He, you know, he sounds like he was a little, uh, little bit worried about uh, being, uh, being turned into the victim uh, or being turned into the suspect. The argument, however, uh, continued and, and the man told police that she strangled him by pressing her thumbs on his windpipe. Court documents indicate the pair had had a relationship for approximately seven years. I guess that's the seven-year itch. She's, she's 19. Oh. You know, does it say how old he is? No, it doesn't say how old he is. Uh, but I, I think that would be an important fact if they're going to uh-huh. say that. You know, maybe within a year or two, something like something along those lines. Um, I'm, I'm going to post this picture up uh, on the old Facebook uh, if we if we if it's not up already. I don't know if I, I, I did this one earlier. Um, yeah, that's a that's an angry, crazy woman. That's that booking photo. She's a 
she's mad at the police too. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she's uh, she got some she's got some issues going on. There. Oh yes, yeah, um, yeah. And this listen, and we we joked about we're talking about starting this with the firearm defending yourself. Obviously, this is a known person. We've talked to you about this before. You have a known person enter your home, uh, you know, breaking into your home as you're there. That's a whole set of different, uh, you know, circumstances. That's a whole different ball game right there. Uh, that's going to turn into one of those. Uh, well, they came through my window and I shot them. Oh, oh, and it also happens to be your wife's boyfriend or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. You know, that's you folks. You know, at that point, you might want to go out the back door. You know, because you're you face a much higher risk of uh, of wearing the comfortable the uncomfortable bracelets at that point. So, uh, I tell this guy to you know move. You know, get a new oh, name. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, do move to a different state, not California, no, but but move to a different state. Uh, let me let's cover. Uh, this is the tenth anniversary of of, of uh, DC versus Heller. Uh, basically, give to you that uh, uh, Supreme Court. This is in two thousand eight, uh, June twenty sixth, two thousand eight, affirmed by a vote of five to four, the Court of Appeals for the DC Circuit in Heller versus Col- DC. Supreme Court struck down positions of Firearms Control Act of seventeen seventy five. Nineteen seventy five as unconstitutional, determined that handguns are arms for the purposes of the Second Amendment, found that Regulations Act was unconstitutional ban, and struck down the portion of that act that requires all firearms, including rifles and shotguns, to be kept unloaded and disassembled or bound by a trigger lock. We've talked to you about this before. Wow. This was, if you wanted to have a firearm in D.C., that it had to be... Folks, you just read it. We've we've joked about it here. It's got to be disassembled and kept in the safe. Yeah, that's that's what you just heard here. Okay, um, basically, a, a DC versus Heller was you have you have the right as a, the ownership of a firearm to, to bear arms as an individual right to keep the firearm in your home. That's what DC Heller was. Now, McDonald, uh, Chicago McDonald, Illinois McDonald, was that you have the right to have it on your individual outside the home. So Heller was inside the home, the right to have it. McDonald was outside the home, outside the home to have it. So um, I, I found this interesting when I was, was doing this. They they went through a whole bunch of different people they were that were they were trying to find for this case. And and Dick Heller was actually a licensed special police officer in the District of Columbia for his job. He carried a gun in federal office buildings. Got that? Yeah. But he was not allowed to have it in his own home. That's how this all came about. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. What are you supposed to do? Leave it at the leave it at the corner? Yeah, just leave it. You know, just gonna put it here in the bushes. Well, this is along the lines of the uh, police chief in France. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's a police chief. Yeah. You know, he expect fully armed. Yep. While he's at work. Yep. He, he leaves that at work, and he was killed. Him, him and the wife home. killed. Yeah. Him yeah. and the wife killed in front of the kids. Yeah. Uh, folks, thanks for joining us this week here on Arms Room Radio. Again, check us out armsroomradio.com. Armsroomradio.com. You can get on there. You can see all about us. Uh, I want to thank uh, Eric Friday from FloridaCarry.org. Go to FloridaCarry.org to do that. Thank Major Bill for joining us on the program. It's always a it's always a treat to see what kind of story he's going to bring us. Oh yes, I you know, always expe- I expect a machete story out of him though. You know, is, is what I, is what I get. Not the Burger King, but well, he is a cop. He's got to eat. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and listen, until next week, uh, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next week.
The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.